Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA radio wherever they get their podcasts. Michelin Pilot Challenge on IMSA Radio, part of the Radio Show Limited Network. Now, as I look out of the front of the uh, IMSA Global Broadcast booth, I can see all the way to the next set of hills. It's a little bit of overcast, but it's a beautiful day and a fantastic uh, weather outlook to go qualifying. Shit, you're looking back towards the booth, <laughs> and you can see what's behind it. Uh, you know how somebody is just swimming happily and then you get the aerial shot of the shark in the water right behind them and you're going, swim faster, swim! Yeah, that's a little bit like what is behind you right now. Giant black shark. Well, there's cup. a shark behind us, Yes, it? a whale shark. A uh, huge shark. Yeah, no, it, it does look very impending, though. Um, the good news is it should stay dry for definitely this 15-minute qualifying session. For the TCR runners and riders, can anyone dethrone Matt Pombo? He is behind the wheel of the number 37 LA Honda World car. He's got four sticker Michelin tires on the car as well. But the rain, it's just south of Elmira. So we could get rain potentially by the end of the Michelin Pilot Challenge Grand Sport qualifying. That will come up after this one. It looks definite that we will have rain at some point during the Wish WeatherTech Sports Car uh, Championship practice one, though. Thank you, Cher. Uh, Jeremy Shaw alongside me, just off to my right. Uh, qualifying here, championship uh, implications, obviously, because uh, you want to be as close to the front uh, as you can. How does the championship stand for people uh, joining us here on Fast Friday for the Michelin Pilot Challenge? Uh, Hyundai, Alpha, Audi, uh, Honda with the new FL5 as well. A couple of new FL5s as well as the F. K7s as they are rolling out now. Time start. Still doing podium for the last uh, last event uh, down in front of us as well. Uh, championship standings in Pilot Challenge TCR. Thank you very much indeed. Mason Philippi and Mark Wilkins in column 98 for Brian Herter Autosport. Uh, are leading on 950 points. They've had uh, two third-place finishes and a, and a win last time out at WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. They are currently 60 points ahead of their teammates, Harry Gottsacker and Robert Wickens. Third position, Will Talley, Dr. Will Talley, and Mike Lamara, who was a series champion in the ST class back in uh, 2012, uh, are uh, another uh, 80 points behind them in third position. In the Manufacturers' Championship, Hyundai leads by 30 points over Honda. Audi just 10 points behind them, and Alfa Romeo in fourth position. But uh, all three manuf- all well, three of the manuf- we've had of the four manufacturers, three of them have already won a race this season. Uh, uh, Audi, Alfa Romeo, and Hyundai. So Honda currently in second position, the only manufacturer not yet to win a race, but have started on the pole at every race so far. Those of you at the circuit just joining us on the PA after the podium ceremonies for our previous race. We are just, you've missed nothing. Uh, we're just a couple of 
minutes into this qualifying session for the Sealands 120 at the Glen, which is the latest round of the IMSA Mission and Pilot Challenge. Uh, and just 13 cars out here. This is all of the TCRs. TCR is a global formula, if you're not aware. Two litre, around uh, about 320 to 350 horsepower, depending on which series you are in. We don't run absolutely full power here in IMSA. Uh, it is a single uh, Michelin tyre across the categories. Manufacturers, four different manufacturers, Jeremy mentioned, Hyundai, Honda, Audi and uh, Alfa Romeo. Not in alphabetical order there, um, which I apologise for. <laughs> uh, and it, here are your qualified drivers. Turner Hagler goes out for Brian Hurt at Autosport in the number one. Roy Block for KMW Motorsport with TMR in the number five. Alfa, the Audis. Two Rockwell cars, Preston Brown in the 10, Nick uh, Luchmans in the 15, Chris Miller in the 17, Audi for Unitronics, Harry Gutsacker in the 33, Hyundai for Brian Hurtner, LA Honda World's FL5, that's one of the new cars, that's Mark Pombo in the 37, Roadshagger Racing, new car for Gravin Earnstone this weekend to qualify the number 61 in a sort of dark flat satiny blue colour really uh, uh, really effective livery on that car uh, the Audi Will Tally Dr Will Tally as uh, Jeremy was just saying LA Honda World's FL7 that's another one of the new cars the 73 37 and 73 uh, that has links back to their mini running days and uh, if you don't know the story the 37 was the mini that won the Monte Carlo rally uh, and then got thrown out 33 EJB, the registration number from memory. Got because, thrown out. Well, no, it's because they hadn't eaten the right thing for breakfast, wasn't it? They? Uh, it, it had, the, it, it had an, uh, an, uh, a wrong tail light in it, yeah. apparently, good, which good. obviously was a massive performance advantage. Um, uh, the bulb had the wrong, uh, the tail light had the wrong bulb in it. Uh, who else were we talking about? Hart, Steve Ike in the 89, and I think that is everybody missing. Felipe. In the 98, that was the two that we didn't get to, the Hyundai Elantra. Look it up, it was an extraordinary story yeah. of the Monte Carlo rally back in the day. Very, very famous. And uh, when it, Elliot, the guys from LA Honda World, in a previous iteration, were running minis uh, yeah. in this championship. It was actually a different team then. That was run by LAP Motorsports. But That's true. With the with it was Paracarpi, with, with, yeah. with LA Honda World as part, very much part of the team. Yeah. Even though they were running minis, but uh, you say, yeah. So thirty-seven and seventy-three yeah. were their old yeah, numbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely exactly right. And for those who care about such things, that car is an icon. Um, thirty-three EJB. So nine minutes and a, nine and a half minutes to go. One fifty-six-five is the best so far. What are we going to see from these? drivers qualifying Jeremy yeah well we saw a stunning lap in practice this morning by Mikey Taylor number 17 car turned a 155.1 which was a full second underneath the previous lap record here for TCR uh, so we'll see whether Matt Pombo can uh, can can match that this afternoon he was third fastest in the morning practice was Matt at a 156.2 uh, he's just gone across the line here, 155.096. So the answer to that question is an emphatic yes. 155.096. The old lap record here for TCR was set back in 21 by Robert Noaker. 
56.046. The fastest, the qualifying time last year was a 56.9. He should turn a 55.096. That's an incredible lap uh, from Matt Pombo there, and he's about nine tenths of a second ahead of Brian Ortiz, which is, in itself is a pretty darn good effort in that Van der Stur Racing Hyundai number 91, and he is second at the moment. But Chris Miller has just gone purple in the first sector, a full tenth of a second ahead of Matt Pombo. I am going to confidently predict that Matt Pombo will be halfway up the GS field with that time, yeah. although he'll still have to start behind all the GS cars because yeah. we do a split start here. It is not sorted in into times. So all the GS cars, all uh, 30, uh, all 22 of them, uh, will be at the front of the field so in the, the first oh somebody's got off at five. Oh, so the let's first, pick that one up quickly uh, first 90 starts in this championship for, for matt pombo he had precisely two pole positions yeah. last three he's had three pole three more pole positions it is dr william tally yeah. in the number 73 la honda world oh, teammate fl5 tcr that is the new car fl l comes after k so um FK is the older car, FL is the newer car. Yeah, and that's a teammate to uh, uh, Matt Pombo, who's leading the way at the moment. Still under green flag conditions, so hopefully whatever uh, Dr. Will has managed out there, he's able to get back onto the track and keep going again, and so uh, the, the session won't be stopped. But uh, everybody's competed one flying lap. Is that Matt Pombo going really slowly across the line? Yes, I think it was. Yeah, it was a 2 or 4 for Matt, so yeah. he may have been... Uh, he'd have been slowed, and... Well, I mean, that's it, a stunning lap he's already turned, and he, you're almost a full second clear of everybody else, more than a second clear of Harry Gottsacker in third, so if only he beats that, I shall be seriously impressed. Well, Tally, Dr. Tally, has made his way around to turn... Exit of turn seven, the tour of the boot, now heading to the heel, but very, very slowly. So I think we will stay green here. And his teammate, Matt Pombo, currently heading into the inner loop. He's got the number 99, Victor Gonzalez, Honda Civic, the older version. And that is Victor behind the wheel of the 99 VGRT, Victor Gonzalez Racing Team. Uh, his splits are slow. But as you say, Chris Miller was... Well, I see Chris Miller was on a good one, wasn't yeah. he? Un until he came across that yeah. incident, it would have been double yellows or a, or a car moving slowly. So that's kind of um, scuppered him. Yeah, good lap now though for Chris. He's gone purple again in sector one on this lap. Left front damage to, to that car. The track uh, is is clear at the moment. I think as uh, you said, number seventy three car pulls onto the pit lane, so uh, he won't be able to uh, improve. He will stay last on the field, but he won't be worried too worried about that. He knows he's got a fast car because the teammate is on the pole with a new lap record already. Already in this qualifying session, still five Sh minutes remaining. Shit, Adam has got the. Uh, Errant FK, uh, sorry, uh, FL5 yeah, in. Bit of scuffage on the left front there, Shea. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, the car was already blue and white, but now it's even more blue with the light blue that uh, represents the bands that wrap around oh. the tires. Uh, I don't think it was guardrail because there's stuff that's pushed in instead of stuff that's just broken and cracked. So that's the good news. Uh, splitter, slight bit of damage. The left bumper, left front of the bumper is cracked, as is the piece that goes underneath the hood. There is some scuffage on the hood. And the driver's side mirror is actually hanging inside the car. So I wonder if Dr. Will grabbed that and pulled it inside so it wouldn't flap off and be left somewhere around the circuit. Thank you, Cher. That is not good news. Nothing they can do to that car. We're in qualifying. So that is qualifying over for the LA Honda World Machine. They can send them out, um, but they can't. I'm, I'm right in saying, Cher, that even though it would be in a race, it would be classed as emergency service. You can't change a tyre or anything like that. Oh, no. No. Yeah, yeah. Once you go out for qualifying, the car is out. If it comes back into the pit lane and you touch it, you lose all your times. Now, the team was allowed to push it back further into the box because where William Talley stopped, it would have actually hindered where uh, Matt Pombo will stop in his box. But in a normal situation, even doing that would have resulted in a yeah. loss of times. Thank you, Shit. Improve, good improvement there for Chris Miller. Uh, 155.828. So, again, that's, uh, that's a good lap uh, for Chris Miller in that number 17 car for the JDC Miller Motorsports team. Uh, faster than the old lap record, but still seven-tenths of a second behind Matt Pombo. Brian Ortiz also underneath the old lap record in the number 91 Hyundai, currently running in third position. There seem to be any improvements this time around. These these tyres are, are pretty peaky. They seem, tend to set their fastest laps very early in their stints, maybe laps two or three. In fact, it was the first flying lap for Matt Pombo, the, the second flying lap, I guess, for Matt Pombo that is currently good enough for the pole position and I I think that's uh, good to go there I think he's pretty comfortable again so it'll be uh, four out of four poles we're looking at potentially here for Matt Pombo last one of last year as well so that's five for five yeah, he is true. the pole man yeah he's the pole man da, 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 da. oh we definitely need some some jingles for, for this kind of stuff coming into the last two and a half minutes Matt Pombo just heading through turn two to climb the hill up through the S's. Still ahead of him, Victor Gonzalez. Seven tenths of a second, the gap between the LA Honda World driver in the 37 and the 17, the 17 Audi. Honda, Audi, Honda, Honda, Honda. Honda, Honda, Alpha. Audi, 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 Honda, Honda is how they line up. Try seeing that quickly after a couple of glasses of Chardonnay. Oh, what a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> quite that type of day, yeah. I forgot to put my watch on today, and I've been absolutely lost without it. You don't realise how much I look at my watch. Was an improvement for Harry Gottsanger before he brought the car into the pits in uh, uh, fourth position then for number 33 car, 156.1. But uh, a full second behind Matt Pombo. Only a minute and a half remaining now. Victor Gonzalez is, is improving his lap time. It's currently sixth in kind of a 99. And only a Nats whisker behind Mason Phillippe, who's, who's fifth and already in the pit lane in kind of a 98. Gonzalez from Puerto Rico has just gone personal best in sectors one and two. So we'll see whether he can uh, pull it all together in his final sector of the lap and move himself up the order maybe just a little bit. He'd be 
pleased with that if I'm, he possibly can. I'm very surprised that Matt Pombo is still circulating. Um, honestly, after that lap, I think I'd have parked it. I really do. Uh, hello to Christopher Putnam, who Oof. has been coming here since the 1960s with the family. Nice to know that you're back with us again, Christopher. Thank you. At IMSA Radio, of course, if you want to get touch with us here in the Global Broadcast Centre, into the pit lane. Is that one of the new ones? Yes, it is. That is the 37. So, stung by my comments there, Matt Pombo, who I'm sure will be listening in somewhere. Because, uh, frankly, he didn't have anything else to do for the five out of six laps he's been out there. Brilliant stuff. 2.18.5, he was literally touring in. And now Chris Miller comes in. So the top five are all in the pit lane. Victor Gonzalez did improve last time around, <sighs> but only incrementally and not enough to move him up oh. a position. He's now six one-thousandths of a second behind Mason Philippi. And that would have moved him to the other side of the, uh, the starting group. Yeah. yeah. Taylor Hagler, just another point zero eight five seconds behind Victor. She will be on the inside of row four provisionally, of course, after checks have been completed. Kevin Ernstone in the pit lane, column of 61. He That's also improved on his most recent lap. Check and flag is now out. So Matt Pombo has qualified on provisional pole position for the Sealands 120. Check and flag is out. So I presume, Sheer Adam, he is trickling down to the end of pit lane. Matt is actually sitting in his pit box. Uh, it is two up for me, so I could walk over and just stick the mic into the car, but with the window net there and his helmet on, that might not sound great. Uh, I'm waiting down in the penalty box, which is where he's supposed to come. Now Richard is indicating to him that it is clear, and he can not even fire up the car, just let off the brake and roll <laughs> down the hill into this box. It's going to be a little bit of uh, trickery, chicanery to try and get into the box, though, because he has to avoid both of the Murillo racing Mercedes that are ready to go out for their qualifying session. Uh, we'll listen out, Shay. Leave your mic up and we'll hear when he... Well, we won't hear if he doesn't start the engine, but we'll <laughs> we'll have half a chance. If I just pull my blind back, I'll be able to see when he starts rolling down. We've already got the uh, a, a variety of GS cars in the acceleration lane. Uh, 20 Those are the TCR cars that have finished uh, qualifying. Uh, they it, are waiting to go out, yes. Correct. If they were not in their box I when the checkered flag came out, they can't come back to their box. Yeah. Right, understood. Um, still waiting for a couple of cars to head to the pit lane. Who was that going across the line again? Hart and Honda. Oh, right, okay. No, that was the first time for Steve Ike. And he improves, 158.375. Didn't move his position, but that was the fastest lap for Steve. Uh, Taylor Hagler should be in the pit lane. If I look across to my right, she is, because she has seen the chequered flag. So still to come into the pit lane will be the number 99 of Victor Gonzalez. He's crossed the chequered flag. He will start in sixth position. And Steve Eich, who will start in 11th. Just waiting for those two cars to come around, presumably, here before they release our provisional pole sitter. That's exactly what it was. And so now they pushed the car back, the crew given permission. Oh, he fired it up just for you, John, because he knew that you wanted to hear it. Here comes Matt Pombo, very familiar with the uh, post-qualifying procedure, having been the pole sitter for the last five consecutive TCR races. It's not a bad record. We'll just let him 
lock the car in gear. There we go. So now it's not going to roll away because, as I said, you could just continue to roll down that the pit would, lane. And that would be so embarrassing, isn't it? You get pulled, <laughs> you get pulled position. You're excited. Everybody's there. You jump out. You take your hands device off. Uh, you take your helmet off. You take your balaclava off. And then as you turn around, you realize the car is just gently running down to the end of pit lane and slapping <laughs> into the wall on the left-hand side. Yeah, gently running down the pit lane, not so gently hitting the barriers mm. at the uh, pit out end of things. And Matt Pombo, big smile in his eyes. You can even see it. A job done once again. And he gets a pat on the back from Team Motor. That's wonderful. Oh, no, this is Daniel. Actually, it's not Mario. Mario still back up at the box. So, Matt Pombo, you took the gloves off literally and figuratively because in qualifying today a massive gap over the rest of the field you've gotten used to getting these pole positions what does it mean for you when it gets to the start of the race and you've got clear track in front of you well at least no competition in front of you well Shay I mean I think um, I got to credit the crew I mean they've worked tirelessly on this new um, new car that we've gotten um, we're dialing in they've they've worked tirelessly on this thing with our second car showing up so these are the first two cars in North America. To give it two poles in a row, continue my trend from Road Atlanta. With, this is five in a row for me with track records. So uh, I kind of put pressure on myself to do this. I kind of expect it. Um, you know, I learned a little bit on some data from Ryan yesterday going through the last couple of sectors that helped me a good bit. So um, got to thank my teammate for that one. Um, I think, you know, clear track's the key in these things, especially on the starts. There's You can, you can never win a race on the start. You can always lose it. So... Having clear track is kind of where you want to be. You've won this race before with this team in a previous generation. So what's it like coming back in, you and Ryan reunited? It's got to feel good. Yeah, I mean, Ryan and I were talking about Watkins Glen. I mean, this place has just been phenomenal to Hondas. It's been phenomenal to me, my brother. Um, I feel like I'm either podium or bus here. You know, we either, we either don't finish or we're going to be in contention to win. So it looks like a wet race. Uh, last wet race, we won. Um, so I love this place in the wet or the dry, so we're ready for whatever whatever comes our way. Good luck tomorrow. Make sure it's podium, not bust. Thank you. Yeah, two wins here previously for, for Matt in 2017 in the Mini and 2019 in the Honda. And also, as he was alluding to, there, his brother Mark won in the Mini in 2018 as well. So uh, they've had a lot of success here. Instantly, Matt, Matt Pombo. In his first 90 starts in his career, he had one pole at uh, Homestead, was his first pole in this championship, very back in 2012. And then his second one, as Shay was saying, was at the, the final race of last year at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta. But now the four more poles to add to his tally going into this race tomorrow. And he's had uh, this week, this, this season so far, a best finish of third, which came last time. They had problems in both of the first two races, but... Had a good run last time out at uh, WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca, but looking to improve on third position for sure tomorrow with this new Honda. Let's pick up a weather report from Shea Adam. You probably heard the cars going out for the 15 minutes of GS, which is GT4 qualifying, Shea. If you're familiar with the area, it is currently raining in Corning and in Horsehead. And Elmira, for that effect. But yeah, if it's raining in Horsehead, it's raining in Elmira. It's coming. It could be here within this 15-minute window. It is definitely getting darker. Jeremy and I were just uh, sort of looking at each other and um, realising how much the, the light is fading. So I think get out, get your tyres up to temp and pressure and get your banker lap in early here, Jeremy. 
That's the that's the score yeah, here, isn't it? I think so. I don't think we'll see anybody uh, waiting in the pit lane <laughs> to uh, perhaps go out a little bit later in the session. Get out now, now. Try and get some clear lap, uh, clear couple of laps in, and set the best time you possibly can. Fastest time in practice so far was set this morning by Robin Liddell. We've had two practice sessions: one yesterday afternoon, one this morning. Robin Liddell, fastest of all in the Rebel Rock Racing Camaro this morning, a 1 minute 54.191. But Robin won't be qualifying the car today. It'll be Frank Dupuy, who hasn't got nearly as much experience as Robin Liddell, so don't expect that car to be challenging for the pole position. Uh, and it's uh, going to be a, an interesting tussle, I think, to see who can get the fastest lap here this afternoon. It's Jeremy Shaw, along with Sheer Adam and me, John Hindorf, covering your qualifying session for the Searlands 120 at the Glen with 22 GT4 cars out on the track. You're listening to IMSA Radio live and free, a dedicated radio broadcast from each of the IMSA events. No blocks, no breaks, no interruptions, no charge. Tell you what, it's going to be really interesting to see where Matt Pombo ends up on the overall, I think, uh, after this session, because... I said he'd be at least halfway up the phone. Oh, he, uh, yeah, I'm, so he's got, I'm he, he might be in the top 10, actually. Right, well, OK, I'm, there's 22, so we're not a million miles away of that. Let's see how he, let's see, see how he does. Uh, let me give you some drivers. Automatic Racing, Aston 09, that's Rob Ek- Eklund. Jensen Altman for McCombie McAleer Racing in the Ford Mustang number 13. Alfredo Nagri in the RV Motorsports Toyota Supra is the 14 car. The, 20, the 19 car is Rory van der Stur in the van der Stur Racing Aston. Lone Star Mercedes, that was quick. Anton Diaz Pereira is in the 27. Eric Filgueras in RS1 Porsche. Sean McAllister in the 39 car, Barn Porsche. Uh, and already people coming through. Quickly run through the rest of them. Sean Quinlan in the Stephen Cameron racing car. Adam Adelson in the Norla Sport Porsche. Bryce Ward coming off to victory for the 57 Wimbledon Racing. Bob McKernian for the court for Ford Mustang. Jesse Lazar is out in his car. And Kenny Marillo goes through on a 155. 9-3-4 on what is effectively Jeremy his first flying lap uh, which takes him to third overall behind still two C- TCR cars but that's just his fl- first flyer it is a good, good first lap there Very for good Kenny Marilla for sure you talked about uh, Rory van der Stur, who's driving the number 19 van der Stur racing Aston Martin this weekend you might remember if you're watching from the, the, the race in Detroit a few weeks ago that car was involved in a massive accident where Rory was assaulted from behind by Robert McGuinness. I talked to Robert this morning about it. He said he put his hand up. Yeah, that was my fault. He, he was very apologetic. Uh, no, fine young man is Robert, and yeah, he, he, my fault. Uh, but there was a lot of damage to the Aston Martin, and they, they got they, it, the car was pretty much destroyed. A new car arrived at their shop in Maryland on um, Monday morning at 9 o'clock. By Tuesday night, they, it was built into a race car. What? Yep, uh, and uh, 60 in our, two 60-in-hour days for that team. Then the car was driven up here. Thankfully, it wasn't cross-country, at least. Mm. So, but it's still a, a hike here from, uh, from Maryland. So uh, they, they, they did their race prep when they got it here and uh, just bedding in that new car yesterday during the practice session. So you know, it's going to be a, 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 a tall order for Van der Stur Racing 
to, to run well this weekend with what is a, a brand flag. new car, but done a super job. Oops. Uh, red 59. flag. That's this is for the number again. 59 car, I'm afraid. Bob yes, McCallion. we have called that number before, Bob McKillian, for the Ford Mustang race for RP, Cole Motorsport car. He shares with Luca Mars. So that has brought out a red flag. Impacted and then the car stopped on course at turn five. Wind starting to get up here as well. I can just hear it beginning to blow around. Now, with eight and a half minutes to go and just one car involved, hopefully we can get that cleared. Yeah. If not, uh, we have not had the requisite amount of green flag running. And therefore, we would set the grid by other means. The emergency vehicle is uh, heading round. That's the Cayenne. So, actually, that, that car has got further round. So, it might have gone off at Turn 5, but it struggled round a bit further. I'm just watching the transponder. Or has the it? That's the, is that the end of the sector? Yes, it is the end of the sector. So has it got past that then, does that mean? It, it could have, yes. I'm just watching where the um, intervention Cayenne is going to. So I reckon it's just out of turn seven. Um, the toe of the boot. Okay. Running slowly or stopped was the automated message that we got. And this red flag... Has not stopped the clock. Shea Adam. Uh, now, Shea's pet peeve, dear teams, down in the pit lane, is that you forget about going back to your pit stall after a red flag. Who's been the naughty team this weekend, Shea? No one. I love my really? TS teams. They've all wow. done what they're supposed to so far. So far, everyone who's come back in the pit lane is in their box. We are waiting on Ted Giovannis in the 46. Uh, I can't see... Too You're many missing, other... Oh, 72, Kenny Morello. Correct. They are um, coming through turn 10 now with Kenny leading Ted around. Okay, well, hopefully Kenny realizes that you go to your pit box. Uh, championship leader, Kenny Morello, uh, Ted Giovannis definitely knows that you go to your pit box and they have the board hanging down for him, so there should be no confusion there. But thank you, GS teams, for reading the rule. I, I'm really proud of everyone right now. Yeah. So exit of turn five we're hearing now. Uh, is where that car stopped. Our predictive tracker oh. had taken him to the end of that session, uh, end of that section. Mm. I don't think he actually got that far. So the penalty for causing red flag is a loss of your two fastest laps. Well, I don't think Bob's done, done any. So uh, he'll be starting last in the field of 22 GS cars tomorrow. But still ahead of the TCRs. And that might be a bit of a problem for Matt Pombo because he's going to be quicker uh, than quite a few cars. Yeah, I'm not sure yet whether there is going to be a split start between GS and TCR. We'll have to wait for the final determination that from the uh, stewards. and they, uh, They'll have a, a driver's meeting. Um, I'm not sure when the driver's meeting is set for, actually. I don't have my chart handy. but um, If Matt and uh, Chris Millett get their heads together they can drop back a little bit so that they're not right on top of them yeah G given that the tcr cars as you were suggested alluding to there are, are quite a bit quicker than much of the field of gs i hope 
Uh, I would like to see that they do have a split start for the two classes tomorrow. The other thing is... But at least give a chance then for the GS cars to spread out a bit so they're not all concertina together at turn one. It also comes down to the first part of the lap. And the first part of the lap here, much like the first part of the lap at, say, Lime Rock, is very TCR friendly yeah. because you've warmed up your front tyres, which is fairly easy to do on a front-wheel drive car because you're driving and turning with the, the fronts. So down through turn one, and then you've got the uphill climb, and you're going to have loads of grip in the TCRs. Yeah. They are a very downforce-efficient, aerodynamically efficient car, and therefore, until you get onto the run down to the inner loop, I think it's advantage TCR all the way through that piece. So as you say, Jeremy, I'm sure it's being looked at, because that's what IMSA does. More safety vehicles out on the circuit now. I'm not sure that four minutes is going to be enough for us to get going. Effectively, actually, it needs to be about two minutes because it'll take two minutes for everybody to get around. But more than that, it'll take a better part of three to get around, even to start your flying lap. And uh, so, yeah, we've got about another 30 seconds or so, I think. If we're not going going green then, then that's going to be the end of this session. Unless race control adds some time, which we have seen them do before. Yeah, because there's only one more session to come this afternoon, that being the first uh, free practice one for the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship Cars. Have now they got this. here yet? Have they actually arrived? Yeah, they have. Uh, yeah, it's been one of those weeks, isn't it? Where's the weather tech paddock? Uh, it's over there. Well, there's nobody in it. Yeah, well, they're not here yet. No. That was the first day here, second day here. Where's the weather tech cars then? Oh, well, there's the paddock. There's still nobody here, though. So I, I can't, there's nobody for me to talk to. They'll be here later in the week. Yeah, and, and that's all part of the, the cost of the measured yeah, yes. uh, by, by IMSA. So the, the teams don't get in here and have to send the whole crew in a couple of days before to get ready and you know the, those extra crew days uh, are uh, you know less per diem and less hotel rooms everything else so it's all part of the cost cutting thing the gtp teams because there's a lot more to do on those cars than the other categories they were allowed in yesterday afternoon the all the other the other class i think they they didn't come in until this morning i think didn't they yeah they Correct. came in this morning yeah by the way there is a drivers meeting uh, and team managers meeting for the Michelin Pilot Challenge tomorrow morning. So I think the final determination for the, by the Chief Steward, Bo Barfield, to, as to whether or not there will be a split start will be confirmed then. But yeah, finished. The checkered flag has, has now been shown on this session. So it will be the other means, uh, either the practice times or championship positions, that will set the grid for the GS field. And then they will line up ahead of the TCRs. So, yeah, what a shame. What a shame. So, championship points then, Jeremy. There are no points for, uh, for, for championship. Oh, in, 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 in GS. In the order. Can we yeah. just forget? There's no points for, for pole positions in this. It's unlike the Lamborghinis where they do get a point for pole. Mm-hmm. But in this championship, uh, Kenny Marillo and Christian Shimjack have 1,000 points uh, this weekend, uh, coming into this weekend, after four races out of the ten that will comprise the championship this season, Stephen McAleer and uh, Eric Filgaris in the RS1 Porsche are 100 points behind, so 900 for them, having finished second uh, second in each of the ta- last two races. Robbie Foley and Vin Barletta have 890, so just 10 behind McAleer and Filgaris, 10 points behind them, and Tom Collingwood and Spencer Pompelli in the BGB Porsche. 
and then Jeff Mosing and Eric Foss just 20 points behind them in the second of the Marilla Racing Mercedes. The Manufacturer Championship in GS, Mercedes leads with uh, 1,300 points, two wins on the season for Mercedes. Porsche in second place on 1,240, uh, BMW third on 1,200. So that's your lot for the Michelin Pilot Challenge for today. Yeah, it uh, doesn't affect what we saw earlier with TCR. By the way, right. that that did go through. So as we saw it, it will be Matt Pombo in the Honda ahead of Chris Miller, and then the two Honda Elantras from uh, uh, from Van der Stur Racing and Brian Hurt Autosport, respectively. Then. Mason Felipe, Victor Gonzalez, racing team, etc., etc. So the 13 cars that we saw will qualify, were qualified, were qualified and will start on the grid in the order in which uh, their times would uh, allow them so to do. So that is the bit that stays the same. It will be, and you can do, follow along at home, um, you can do the GS grid from championship points. That is because they did not get the required amount of green flag racing uh, or qualifying in that session. Don't go too far away, either here at the track or further afield. It's the first opportunity for us to see IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship cars coming up next. And that means GTPs for the first time around the 3.4 miles and 11 corners of Watkins Glen International. That's next here on IMSA Radio. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.